Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for July 25th, 2019. Before I get into the message, I didn't share this on the written uh, version of today's word on the email, but since it is July 25th, I will let you know that it's my birthday, and so I thank God for another year. So I, I'm definitely humbled and honored and thankful uh, that I get to live this life and uh, that God gave me an amazing life. I appreciate the life he gave me. I, I seek to honor him and his investment in me and his grace on my life on a daily basis. I thank God for another year. So let's get into the message for this morning. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. This is part 58 of the overall series. And today's message is actually very serious for me. I'm calling it The Stress of Perfection. In the video version of uh, today's word yesterday, I kind of got emotional towards the end. And, and I was talking about how this is, this is really important to me because, I mean, we're, we're trying to reach people. And there's people out here in this world with real problems and real issues. And they're looking for a real God. And they would never find him. Uh, let me move this mic closer. They would never find him in you if you put up this image of perfection, uh, knowing that it's a false image, right? And so um, you're going to see why this message, I, I'll just tell you now, I, I lost a cousin um, to the stress of perfection. And so today's message, I'm just going to share a little bit about that. Uh, I, I'll share some of the pain that, you know, that this caused me and our family and uh, why the stress of perfection is not the will of God. So before I do so, I want to go back to 1 John 1. Let's read this passage again from the Passion Bible. 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 10. I'm going to read it to you from the Passion Bible translation. And as I read the Word of God, I mean, just listen to what the Apostle John is saying. We've been studying this for weeks, but just listen to what the Bible is saying to you today. The Apostle John said this, This is the life-giving message that we heard from him from Jesus. And now we share it with you and it's still ringing in our ears. God is pure light. You will never find not even a trace of darkness in him. Now, if we claim that we share life with him, but we keep walking in the realm of darkness, then we are fooling ourselves and that we're not living in the truth. But if we keep living in the pure light that surrounds God, then we can have unbroken fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus, his son, will continually, continually, continually cleanse us from all sin. If we boast and say we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and we are strangers to the truth. But if we freely admit our sins, when his light uncovers them, he will be faithful and just to forgive us of our sins every time. God is just to forgive us of our sins because of Jesus, not because of us, and he will continue to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, if we claim that we're not guilty of any sin, when God is clearly uncovering that sin with his light, then we are making God out to be a liar and his word is not in us. So no, I mean, we, we the word is saying, listen, be open, be honest, be transparent. Don't put up this image of perfection because you know you're not perfect and you're living a lie and you're lying to God and he sent his son into this world because you could never be perfect. And so, so we need to embrace who it is that we are, embrace the fact that we need a savior, embrace the fact that that savior came and his name is Jesus. So what does this mean to you today? Like I said, I have this is a very personal message 
for me today. So I have four things to share with you, and I'm going to do my best to, to communicate this effectively. Four things. I pray that you free yourself of all distractions and hear what God is saying through me today. Four things. Here we go. Number one. While discussing yesterday's message with my sister, the topic of our cousin came up. And so, like I mentioned, he, we had a dear cousin who was very successful, but he tragically committed suicide a few years ago. He's no longer with us. And we don't really have all the answers as to why, but from what the family can gather, he crumbled under the pressure to perform. He was the first of our family to attend college in the Dominican Republic. He went on to law school. He was a successful attorney. Later, he became a judge. Later, he became a Supreme Court justice. He was the dean of the School of Law in a prestigious university. He was a published author. You would think that he had it all. But like all of us, he was not perfect. So the problem is, I mean, from what we can gather, is that he portrayed this image of perfection. And the pressure to keep up that image eventually got the best of him. And it actually pains me to think about it. It, 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 it pains me to talk about it. Um, I looked up to him and I miss him, you know. But once again, we, we don't know the specifics as to what was going on in his head or his heart, and we can only speculate. But as a family, we believe that he wanted to reach out for help. But if he, re if he did so, he would be proving that he was flawed. He would be proving that he was, wasn't perfect. And it seems like he was unwilling to do so. And he had religion. He was raised in church like my whole family was raised in church. And he knew many priests on a personal level. I mean, he had personal relationships with priests, but in the end, he did not seek out nor receive the help that he needed. And this is one of the reasons why I hate religion. I know hate is a strong word, but I want to use that strong word. I hate religion. I believe Jesus hated it too. Religion will cause you to put up a false image of perfection. Conversely, this whole series I've been teaching that if we have a true relationship with Jesus and we allow the light of God's perfection to expose our flaws and we're open and we're honest and we're transparent about them, then not only will we be, we be able to reach the laws for Jesus, but our mental health will be stronger because we won't be lying to ourselves. And mental health is a big issue everywhere, even in the body of Christ. We have pastors who are committing suicide. We have people who are committing suicide because depression is a big challenge whether inside the body of Christ or outside of the body of Christ, just because you're born again, you're not exonerated from the pressures of, of especially depression and mental health challenges. John made it plain. He, the apostle John was like, look, if you claim to be perfect, if you claim to be sinless, then you're lying to yourself and you're lying to other people. And not only that, John even said it strongly, you're calling God a liar. The reason why Jesus sent his son, I mean, the, the father sent his son, Jesus, to die in our place is because we're not perfect. So if you claim to be perfect, you are calling God a liar. You're lying to yourself and you're lying to other people. But if you admit your faults and your flaws and your failures and you embrace God's grace, then you can walk in the light as God is in the light and you can have meaningful fellowship with other people. This is healthy and it is pleasing to God. This is the way that God wants us to live, to be honest honest with who you are and who you are not. 
Listen, we're not perfect and we need a savior. That savior came and his name is Jesus. So let's be honest about that and tell the world about that. Number two, religion puts you under the pressure to perform. Once you're delivered from religion, which is what I pray that you are delivered from religion as you're listening to this series, and I've been teaching on grace for years, but once you're delivered from the pressure to perform, once you're delivered from the rules of religion and you have a real relationship with God, you can embrace the fact that you are not perfect. You can also accept others despite their imperfections and you can have fellowship with other people. Number three, religion can cause you to put up this image of perfection. And this image is false. The Bible makes it clear that this image is a false image. You cannot live up to it. If you try to, you are living a lie. It is dangerous. This is dangerous for your mental health. It is also dangerous for other people because if, instead of drawing people to Jesus, your false image of perfection is going to chase them away because they are honest with themselves and they know they are not perfect. Number four, and finally, please be honest with yourself and be honest with others. You are not perfect. Look at me. You are not perfect. And God loves you anyway. Embrace God's love. Embrace God's grace. And then extend his love and extend his grace to other people. If you do, then you can have fellowship. You would have fellowship with God and you will have fellowship with man. And this is the way God wants us to live. Please hear my heart. Do not take on the pressure to perform. Do not put up a false image of perfection. It's not good. It's not good for you. It's not good for the world. It's not good for anyone. Be honest. <laughs> Be honest with yourself. I mean, once you're honest and, and you embrace God's grace, it frees you. Once you're free from this pressure to perform, then you're not living your life under this stress, this unnecessary stress to be something that you can't be. You cannot be perfect. That's why Jesus had to come. If, you, if we could live, if we could obey the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments is perfect. If we could obey the Ten Commandments in our own power, then Jesus wouldn't have to die. Paul called the Ten Commandments the ministry of death. They were given to prove to us as humans that we're not perfect, that we need a savior. The law was designed to get man to the end of himself. I pray that you get to the end of yourself. Where you end, God can begin. You are not good enough. You're not worthy and you're not perfect and you need to get over it. Get over yourself. Embrace God's grace. Now, without God, you're nothing, but with God, you can do all things. God is on you and in you and with you and for you. And yes, you can do it because it's the Father living in me, John 14 and 10, giving me the words and performing the work. And when you become a human conduit of the divine, despite the fact that you're not perfect, when you become a human conduit of the divine, despite the fact that you're not flawless, then God can flow through you and the world will see Jesus in you. We serve a God who is in the business of making holy garments out of flawed material. You and I may be flawed, but God makes us holy by his grace. We are covered by the blood. We are filled with the Holy Spirit and we are called according to the plan and the work and the purpose of God for our individual lives. God's purpose for me, God's purpose for you is tailor-made. Embrace the grace to be the man, the woman God called you to be despite the fact that you are not perfect and stop living a lie and stop putting up a false image. This way you can have a, a relationship with God and fellowship and a relationship with other people and fellowship. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this, say, Father, I am not perfect, 
and you love me anyway. My performance can never measure up. So you sent Jesus to perform for me. Jesus was perfect in my stead. I embrace this truth and I free myself from the pressure to perform. I have no need to put up a false image of perfection. I refuse to take on the stress associated with being perfect. Instead, I embrace the grace to be me and I allow others to be themselves. Living this way, I have meaningful fellowship with you and with other people. This is the way I live. It is healthy for me and healthy for those around me. This is how the lost are going to be drawn to your son. It's going to happen through me because I'm honest. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Click on the subscribe button. You're going to get the messages. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. I hope that you kind of saw why this is so important to me, why this is, why this resonates with me on a, on a deep level. Let's just be honest with people and, and, and rid yourself of the pressure to perform and just embrace the grace of God. Allow the love of God and his grace to come to you and then flow through you. Do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, I know you know that this is a message that other people need to hear. So please share it on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. And walk into this day knowing that you're not perfect and being honest about it. Have an amazing day. God bless you.